0: Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Bill Williams and this is Silver and Black Pride. This is our weekly off-season program. Tuesday and Wednesday, going everywhere where our podcasts are and shine and do well and thank you all. Numbers are great. And then Wednesday morning on the site, so we appreciate you. Thanks a lot. We got, it's OTA week, they are supposed to have their... Minicamp next week. Um, things are, you know, moving along. It's 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 gonna get to be a kind of a, a, one of the true slow spots of the off season. Right around right after the Super Bowl is a little slow, and then after the minicamp, to about July twentieth, it's pretty slow. But we'll still have stuff For you on the site every day, like we always do. Countless stories, really. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you come back. But you know what we do? We talk about Raider tidbits here. We break it down. Because I want to make you the smartest Raider fans in the nation. You can't spend every minute of the day trying to figure out all the tidbits. I can, I don't get it all. but most of it, and that's what we like to do. So here's a little weekly review. I hope you have fun with it. Uh, I thought it was a really cool story by Levi Edwards, other Raiders website. Last week he did a story on third-round pick defensive end Malcolm Koontz and uh, undrafted rookie safety TJ Morrison these guys went to high school together. They went to high school together. And now they're joining the NFL together. I love those type of stories. It's so awesome. Um, just tremendous. Um, you know, who knows if T.J. Morrison makes the team, but it's still, it's really, really cool. They won a state title in New York, in White Plains, New York, in 2015. And now they're high school teammates. So I was, I'm was, really impressed by these two high school guys making it together. I'm really impressed by Levi Edwards writing the story. It's cool. I enjoyed it. You know, talking about our OTAs. You remember way back when, about three weeks ago, when the NFLPA was pounding the table and they are saying, we're not, you know, nobody's going to go to OTAs. Well, pretty much everybody around the league is. The Raiders had 76 guys. Uh, Yannick Ngoa is one who isn't there. He um, put a post on, on social media uh, Tuesday showing his weight, saying he's up. Um, saying that you know he will be there soon. Hey, Mandatory is next week. He'll be there. You don't know why these guys are away. There's not many of them away. I wouldn't worry about it. I also wouldn't get too excited about social media tweets, uh, posts. Um I don't know, you know, a few months ago I said my pet peeve is when, you know, people show workout videos. Everybody in the freaking NFL is working out. Everybody is. So nobody's more special than anybody when it comes to the workout. Remember a bunch of years ago Jared Veldier when he just looked like a monster and some fans just bit in that hook line and singer this guy's gonna be a Hall of Famer because he's a monster. These guys are physical freaks. So let's not let's not be so impressed. This is what they do. They work in the offseason. Moving right along. Um, I think it was Pro Football Talk No Pro Football Focus have the Raiders receiver group. And we we talk about these rankings, especially when I find them to be a little off whether if it's too high or too low. They have the Raiders receiving group ranked at number 26th in the NFL. There's only 32. I I, I find that to be low. I, I don't see this as a real worry spot. I, I think Ruggs and I think Edwards are going to come along. I think uh, John Brown is going to be fine. There's Sneed. There's Renfro is a forgotten guy. If there's no injuries and those two guys from last year take the next step, I think they should be fine. Josh, Josh Dubow had a nice uh, stat. I know a lot of people hate Josh. Josh is a good guy. Leave him alone. Um, he had a stat that said that the, Ruggs, the Raiders' offense, when Ruggs on the field, averaged a half-yard. mentioned that last week. So if this kid could be on the field even more and even make a bigger impact, it's going to help. So let's not write off Henry Ruggs. Um, let's have expectations for him, but let's not write him off. And We're talking about the receivers. Might as well mention now that Julio Jones is not going to be a Raider. Of course, he was traded from the Atlanta Falcons to the Tennessee Titans, uh, Second round, future fourth, I think, and the Falcons got a six round back. I never really thought that the Raiders were going to be in the market for Jones. I didn't think they should be. He's 32. He missed a lot of games last year, and he's owed 38 million dollars over the next three years. Let's see what these let's see what these young receivers can do. This year, before seeing if the Raiders needed to go try to get a superstar next year. So I'm okay with them being pretty, uh, you know, nonchalant in that pursuit. I I, I get that. I understand that. Um, Yeah, and you know, but I I think the Raiders are a team that are a destination. Las Vegas changes a lot of things. And there's a lot of good things to like about. And the beautiful stadium, and the no state taxes, and they got a quarterback, and you know... Gruden's a good offensive coach. So they are going to be in the mix for top guys. That is going to happen. You know, what What are we doing a lot right now? We're talking about undrafted free agents. Guy, uh, Matt Bushman, BYU. This is a guy who caught a lot of balls for BYU, in his, especially his junior year. Last year when Zach Wilson was picked number two by the Jets, of course, took off. Bushman was hurt. Bushman had an Achilles injury and he went on a Mormon mission and he didn't go to college till he was 21. So the fact that he's coming off a major injury and he's 25 years old, that's why this guy didn't get drafted. But I think the Raiders got a nice piece there and somebody that they might want to develop and somebody that we're going to want to keep our eye on in training camp. You know, there's guys like him and there's Darius Stills, who I, you know, Darius Stills is a guy who is impressing people, but they're pretty deep at tackle now, defensive tackle. They signed three uh, defensive tackles in free agency. They like Vickers. I think Phelan's going to make the team, so I don't know about Stills going to make the team. You know, Dylan Stoner, these are all exciting guys that it's going to be fun to watch, and there's a lot of reason. To be excited about training camp, and there's going to be a lot of competition, and it's cool. We'll take it, right? Um, they've signed some guys the last week or so. None that really. St- I mean, Sam Young that that was a decent addition. He should help at defense. Excuse me, at right tackle and be a swing left tackle over injuries. Um, you know, if you look at that backup offensive line spots, and we did on uh, Tuesday, at Silver and Black Pride, check that out. Um, there's going to be some competition. There's there some guys that aren't going to make the team, and I think a guy who's really could be in trouble is Brandon Parker. And he was the first overall pick of the third round, and the Raiders traded up for him in in the 2018. Uh, John Gruden's first season back, he might be off scholarship soon. It's the, you know his time may be up soon. So that's another exciting thing I want to see is I want to see these guys compete in training camp. Um, what else we got? Trayvon Mullen. We're listening to players talk now, and it's kind of fun. And Tr- Trayvon Mullen is impressed by Nate Hobbs, a fifth-round pick. Maybe Hobbs is in that um, in that slot cornerback. Conversation. Maybe it's a Meek R- and plays on the outside. The Raiders want chess pieces. They they want their players to be chess pieces for Gus Bradley's defense. So the more versatile these guys are, and I think it's gonna be a work in progress, and I think we're gonna learn about these guys and and Bradley as the season goes. So I think it's gonna be really a guy may be doing something in August that he won't be doing. In October, and I'm not talking playing an entirely different position. Of course, I'm just playing a different scheme role within his position with the club. A lot of people are talking about Casey Hayward. A lot of guys on the Raiders. You ask who's impressing, and the majority of the offense and defense are talking about Casey Hayward, and that's getting me excited because I think that the Raiders are going to say, you know what, we got to keep this guy on the field. And he may play more. And if he plays by a veteran who knows Gus Bradley's system, a guy who can help guys on the field make the adjustments right away. And I think that we may see Casey Hayward play a lot this year. A lot. Talk about Sam Young. People ask me, well, does that mean Leatherwood, they, they signed Sam Young, does that maybe mean Leatherwood is not really progressing? I don't think so. I, I, I think it's just you have veteran insurance. You 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 take it. He was ranking tears. I, I I think the Raiders right now, and you may yell at me. That's fine. I'm used to it. I'm okay with it. Doesn't bother me. I have them ranked as the number nine AFC team. Does that mean they suck? No. It means that the AFC is really deep. I still think they can make the playoffs. I think they better make the playoffs because that's what John Gruden has. You know, it's time. It is time. It's Cleveland, and it's Tennessee, and it's Indianapolis, I think. Those six teams are probably going to make the playoffs. Um, and 17s make it. I think the Raiders may... I think we may see the Raiders be better than the Steelers this year. I think the Ra- Steelers may take a step back. They lost a lot on defense. Um, I think Dolphins will be good. They play the Dolphins. Um... In week three, I think the Chargers gonna be better than expected. Um, right now, I have the Chargers number ten behind the Raiders. The Raiders have seven games against the teams that are that the eight teams going uh, can play with the Chiefs, and I think they'll play with the Chiefs again. But the Chiefs are a really good team. I don't think there's any way we can get around to that. Uh, the Raiders are one of the teams looking at a CFL. Receiver tight end Javon Cotte. I don't know if they're still interested in him. They signed Alex Ellis, a guy who has, has three NFL catches, and he hasn't uh, made a catch since 2016. So I wouldn't expect too much from him. The kid that they signed, the college basketball player Carson Williams, he was cut. So that that didn't um, that experiment, experiment didn't pan out. Uh, they added another safety, Roderick Teamer, who played for uh, Gus Bradley and started six games for Gus Bradley at the Los Angeles Chargers. So now the safety is a little bit deeper. There's not many knees left. There's really not. You know? I looked at the Raiders' top positions. I worked at their most unproven divisions positions. I didn't call them worst because they may become good. My top, proven, my top Raider positions are running back, tight end, and quarterback. Drake makes it a pretty special group at running back. You have Darren Waller, who's an elite player. That's why that group. And I, you know, you you guys all know how much I like, um, Mr. Foster Moreau. And then you know, Derek Carr is the above-average quarterback. I have him at thirteen. And Marcus Mariano, Mariota has shown that he can play if he has to. So that's a pretty good group. The most unproven is is. I, in my estimation, and please feel free to disagree, um, offensive line, and then secondary, and then linebacker. And linebacker maybe not improved, but I, I gotta see those two guys who made a lot of money last year, Littleton and Kwiatkowski, to take the next step. Um, but offensive line, I mean, there is three st- starters being replaced, so that's obvious, you know. But again, it it can become a good group very quickly. So there you go. So I think that's our show. I hope you enjoyed it. If not, we'll take another...